Demi, it's our first show of 2023. Oh, yay. Yeah. I know. You know we're recording it. I, know, I didn't say we were recording. So you were like, oh, we're recording. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah, okay. Yeah. Demi uh, just got done eating a jelly donut. Um, what flavor was the jelly donut? Was it strawberry, grape? Um, <laughs> it's not done. It's not done. She just got <laughs> done eating half of a jelly donut. Um, do you have a favorite donut? Are you glazed or chocolate frosting or actually? Chocolate... What are you a fan of, Jordan? I'm a chocolate frosting kind of guy. I like I like just a plain donut, like a cake donut with chocolate frosting, maybe sprinkles. I don't like stuff inside the donut. I was going to say that. Yeah, I was. You, you're I, you're a stuff inside the donut kind of person. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not really. More like yeah, it depends. It depends. This is the donut talk with Jordan Demi. You could tell. Oh, wow. hey, I'm so um, sad today. So D Demi, I have I have some bad news. What? Machine Gun Kelly lost mm. the Grammy for <laughs> best rock album. He lost to Ozzy Osbourne. Uh, you know what's crazy? I wasn't even rooting for MGK this this time for the first I time in my life. Yeah, because it would have been kind of ludicrous. It would have been kind of ludicrous, right, for MGK to beat Ozzy Osbourne in a rock kind of competition but when when what year will your first grammy nomination be? <laughs> 2026 wait what oh when Jordan. wait i i got i wait i like this look though i like the look with the chain guys we're on air yeah oh. so what's funny is when i was a kid i wore chains all the time and as an adult i haven't really done it so i don't know what maybe i'll get back into it so, Demi, who's our Demi, who's our guest for the first show of 2023? <laughs> Jordan and I have a very special guest for our very first episode of 2023, and he goes by the name of Bankroll Hayden. <laughs> he's a young rapper from Northern California, mm -hmm. and he's collaborated. He's on Atlantic Records. Our friends at Atlantic Records hooked us up. Uh -huh. um, I actually went to the Atlantic records offices to do this interview, you were supposed to join me. You, you had a, you had a commitment. You had to stay in New York. So you joined us via the magic of video chat. Um, I almost flew to LA for like one day, just to yeah. this one interview. That's how like excited I was to be there. Right. But Jordan held it down. Let's watch it. Here's our interview with bankroll Hayden. what's going on man how you guys doing man thanks for having me yes you uh you've been doing a lot lately you've been re uh, releasing some new music um so first let's start with what's going on what's going on in your world right now what's going on right now man right now just turn the album in it's about 90 percent done just small little touches on mixing mastering get ready to go on tour for like two months the 29 tour tickets are now live if y'all want to go get them but that's about it man recently and just content trying to like connect with my fans on like a one-on-one -on -one level kind of thing now with this um, project, yes like how like what can we expect from this project how is it yeah. going to be different from your other release well it's not going to be 
so different to where people are like, bro, where's the Cabos and the Costa Ricas and the come throughs? Like, I'm going I'm to give that to them. And I also got a whole new sound of stuff that's coming on there, too. So it's not the same as the last. But, like, I'm definitely feeding my audience of, like, the stuff they want to from, like, both sides. Yeah. Um, it's I, I know you, you're not going to give away too much. Yeah. But can we expect some guest collabs on the album that maybe people would be like, damn. Mm. Man. Um, man, I'm going to let y'all know I got one with uh, OGZ and Blueface coming out. Oh, yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's one one thing I'm curious about. You know, like you you've done um some some big time collabs with some big time people. Um, when you're doing that, how much is it face to face interaction, or is it all at this point is it all kind of over, you know, over Zoom, over email, that kind of thing? It is like a a weird like media age now. Like even us right now, we're all just. On, yeah, on we're like Zoom kind of scattered all over the place. Interview, but yeah, I ain't gonna lie, like it's it's more like people have their own environment too. Like even me, I don't really like to like lock in with people like face to face. Sometimes I have my own environment in the studio. I like to just get it and send it. But like with uh OGZ, we actually got to like link up and I got to see him make the verse and he sent it to me and stuff. Like so it was more of a face to face thing. And then Blueface, we just sent it, he sent it back. But me and Blueface, we we've been cool for about a year or two now, just playing basketball, a little stuff, smoking, chilling. Yeah, yeah, around. yeah. Oh, yeah. Is it, is like it helpful? Yeah, like real basketball. I'm not that good, but I I like to play. It's fun. You, 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 you play when you play basketball. Definitely not done. <laughs> you, you play horse. You uh, play horse. We did like two on two. Yeah, I just played horse. I just played horse last night in the studio. They had like a small little hoop in there. We were playing horse. <laughs> yep. But what kind of artist are you in the studio? Like when you go, are you like super prepared? Do you come up with like your whole gang? Never. Is it like a party? Are you like super like studious with it? It's not a party. I'm not prepared. I I usually just go in like me and like one person or like sometimes by myself and I'll just try to like start an idea. And then like, if I like that idea, I'll kind of like, yo bro, we should finish this. This has potential. Or like, I'll just finish it that day. And it's like, yo, this is cool. Like, but I do want to start like writing stuff more and like, actually like going in with something prepared because sometimes i just like walk in I'm, i don't even know what beat i don't even know what beat i'm gonna rap on i just walk in i'm like all right let's listen to all these beats on my phone and pick on like sometimes i work with producers that's usually like the best way to make a good song but like i've been trying to stand on my own feet too where i don't like need as much people in there for like i'm just ready for anything like you know what i mean do you keep a notebook of lyrics are you yeah. one of those people or like I've done that before, but I end up losing it every time, bro. Yeah, like, it's just, I was thinking about that because there, the there was that story about like years and years ago, like Eminem got his notebook stolen in his car or something, and he like missed oh. like all wow. you know a whole like notebooks worth of things. So that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never heard of that. Or notes, people do use the notes I, on their yeah, phone. Yeah, I got yeah. like thirty thousand notes in my. Yeah. Like, yeah. Was it ever recovered the Eminem notebook? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't yeah. think so. Um, yeah, it was um, this. Yeah, uh, the song thrifts thrift shop. By uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, it was in there. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. No, so let's talk about flow. Um, first, I, one question I wanted to ask before we get into the whole like, you know, flow and and rap style and all that stuff is, we're in an era where everyone's multi hyphens. Everyone's be slash this. I'm an artist slash mm. this slash that. Do you consider yourself? Are you? Do you find it offensive when people call you a rapper? Or are you like, no, I, I can kind of sing. I, I do. I songwrite. Like, do you find that term rapper to be offensive to you? 
Not at all. I really, the only thing I find offensive is when like people come up to me and be like, hey, bro, like, uh, you that one TikTok rapper. Oh. Like, like, I like TikTok and you know what I'm saying? But I'm not a TikTok rapper just in that box. Like, it's bigger than that. You know what I mean? But I actually don't get mad at it because at the end of the day, it's like another person that knows who I am. I'm just like, but sometimes it'll just like, uh, I'll be like a bunch of friends walking around and all these people run up. Bro, aren't you that TikTok rapper? I'm like, Man, like I've been out here before TikTok even invented. Game. Also, like, there's like so many rappers on TikTok. Like it's, you know, what does but that I, even but mean? But I understand why people would take it that way because I'm I'm like on TikTok like all day. Like that's that's where it's at to be like a new artist over all platforms right now. Demi's sure. trying to get Demi's trying to get more active on TikTok, right, Demi? You gotta get active. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you know, I you I used to be a little skeptical about the app, but it is a really great place to discover anything. Like if you're into cooking, you if motion, you're- you gotta life. just go. Like once you get some motion, yeah. you really gotta just keep posting. Cause like they'll, they'll show you love if you a new account, tick, like just the TikTok corporation in general. Like they'll yeah. show you love. Huh? Yeah. So, so let's get into, let's get into flow. Yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so you grew up in Modesto, California, which is like yeah. fairly close to LA, but not really LA. About a five hour drive. Um, which is it, is it close to the Bay Area? Or, yeah, that's yeah. the easiest way for people to like yeah, yeah. understand what it is. It's like San Francisco, about an hour and thirty, hour and forty from Santa Cruz, and like yeah, Carmel. It's all kind of in that little Northern California. So when I think of North North California hip hop, I think of you know um, Hyphy. You yeah, Mac Dre, uh, E Forty. Yeah, E Forty, and uh, um, you know, Mr. Uh, Fab, all that. Yeah, Too Short. Yeah, um, Too Short was my first. Uh, rap concert when I was little and then it was like Playboy Cardi like it was like both of those for like same time like eighth grade I went to both of those yeah you got to be introduced to too yeah. short at some point if you're no nah, for real yeah I gotta meet him one day for sure so 40 last week oh yeah. yeah what was that like it was tight man it was just genuine bay love and I'm not even from the bay but they treat me like I'm from the bay like when I when I say I'm from Modesto they're kind of like, like oh, anything north of Fresno they're like yeah that's that's oh, close yeah. enough you're yeah out. you know yeah yeah so who did you who did you grow up wanting to like wanting to rap like or wanting to sound like or i've always wanted to be melodic i ain't gonna lie like i've always loved the bay area music and had a passion for it but i've seen that it kind of like puts people in a box like when you it's weird like the bay don't get the love it should for real you know what i mean i just feel like when when people rap on the bay area beats like sometimes it just gets stuck in this box that can't go not bigger than that but it can't expand you know what i mean yeah but um what was what was the rest of your question again? No, just like yeah, just who you who you kind of looked up to. Uh, who I looked yeah. up to, um, I'll say probably like like I'll say a melodic artist, probably like Mac Miller, Juice World, Kid Cudi. Um, People who could kind of sing their own hooks. Too. Yeah, I've always liked melodic stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I've always had that's that's kind of like what made me like wow, this is like really what I want to do. Like the melodic is just I don't know. I've always had a passion for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're a big Kid Cudi fan. What is your favorite Kid Cudi song? Like, are we talking like 2014 Kid Cudi or like recent? Yeah, I'm not the like biggest new Kid Cudi fan, but his old stuff was like my main stuff. Like, um, I like that song Prayer. I used to skateboard to that song Prayer when I was in like sixth grade. Like, that's how that guy going Kid Cudi type shit. With Kid Cudi? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that would be surreal. That would be surreal. I don't know if he's still making music, though. I've, I've heard, like, he's kind of, like, wants to take a break, but I don't know what's going on. Yeah. I'm, I think we can make that happen, actually. One day, you know, we got that. Manifesty right here, right now. 
So for those of you who are looking at him like, I'm looking at my phone, like, why is he distracted? Like, you got the artist right here next to me. It's because I usually have my notes on the screen. And it's awkward because Hayden's sitting here next to me. And it'd be weird to have his notes. I'm texting my girl. I'm texting my girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I wish I, I wish I, um, texting one of my girls. Let's put it that way. No, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, um, no, girl, no, I'm just kidding. Is it, true? is it true? Okay, there's this thing I found. So, uh, like, apparently, you tweeted asking whether you were allowed to date a fan. Did I do that? Man, I'm gonna do that three years ago. And what is it like dating kind of like on the come up, like fast paced in your career? What is that like for you? Always traveling. You're asking to him yeah, himself. Trying, I'm trying to understand the He's, question for real. What's, what's like the main question in that you think? Are you asking like, is, is it is it hard to maintain a relationship? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm just saying like, well, we have a lot of artists in the show. Sometimes they have like their person that's just like super with their schedule and they un their understanding. But I can only imagine it's super hard to date on the run with your career like evolving the way it is right now. So what is that like? Yeah. And even with friendships and relationships in general, like your family, do you feel disconnected at all from the people you've grown up with? It's all therapy session now. Okay, no, like yeah, I mean... um. I'm kind of like disconnected from a lot of my loved ones just being in LA. I kind of only go back like holidays, if that. Like sometimes I'll just be like, man, I'm I'm here. I ain't trying to go back. Like, but mm -hmm. it is like when I go back, it's nice to like see people. But it with all my loved ones, it feels like a long, my bad, long distance <laughs> relationship. I had a burp. It's coffee, man. <laughs> coffee makes you burp, yeah. <laughs> no, nah, but it, like all my loved ones, it feels like a like a long distance relationship almost just trying to do music. Cause like to do music, you got to sacrifice a lot of stuff you want. Like, you know what I mean? Like fun, friends, everything. You got to just put everything second music first. Okay. All right. So we'll continue. We'll see if Demi pops back in. Um, it's like so, the news commercials. When yeah. Like the service goes out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like Let's, in the rainstorm. <laughs> yeah. 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 We'll, we'll check back in with them later. Um, we'll see if we can reestablish that connection. Um, so this is kind of a silly question. You have two of your biggest songs are about places. You got Costa Rica, you got Cabo. That's nice. Uh, um, notice right there. Yeah, yeah. 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 Do you have a favorite vacation spot, a personal vacation spot? Um, if I go anywhere I went, it'd probably be like Europe again. I, I love Europe. I feel like I feel like I opened another eye, like a third eye. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Like some stuff I've never seen. And like, it was just inspiring being out there. But um, I don't know. The whole thing kind of just comes from me, like going on vacation or going on a trip, having fun. Like I ain't gonna lie. We went to Cabo. We brought the studio, the engineer. And like the whole week I was down there, I didn't make a song. I was like stressed out, like writer's ball. I can't think of nothing. Went home and just met a shorty down in Cabo. Like just the inspiration from going somewhere and then coming back kind of like made me create that. But Costa Rica, man, that was like some just universe stuff. Like it wasn't, I've never, I've never been to Costa Rica in my life. So this day, but like my manager was just in the studio and he, I'm in the studio rapping. I'm like, bro, what should I rap about, bro? Like, I don't really, like what's the topic? I don't want to just come in here and say some anything. You know what I mean? Like what, yeah. what's something we could really make that everybody going to feel relatable? Like, and I don't know why he said just in the back of the room, he was like, bro, rap about Costa Rica, bro. 
I'm like Costa Rica, swipe yeah. a visa, the whole thing right there. The, the syllables kind of yeah. help, yeah, like the the cadence of the the word Costa Rica definitely was crazy. See, man. I thought maybe you, you never like, know. You never know what's gonna be the one. Or yeah. I could have like I got like 300 songs on my phone right now. I could have 10 in there right now. It's number ones. We don't even know. That's you know what I'm saying? how like, much. How much music do you record that never that never ne no one ever never hears? sees the daylight? That's so real, man, bro. Honestly, about about like. 85% of my music I make probably don't drop. Like, it's just like in the vault. Like, and it's like that 25% that we really feel special about. Or, I don't know if I did my math right. I just I just said that 25. Yeah. That was probably wrong. But yeah. 20 some, uh, I'll say around there kind of is like what actually comes out and drops. Like, and the other thing is like the music I make, it usually ends up coming out a year later. That's just like how it works with like all like the paperwork and producers yeah. and all the agreements, side agreements. Yeah. So it's like, um, it's tough being a major label artist, right? That's why you gotta make time with music, though, because I've I've made some stuff too to where it's like it was valuable in that point of time, but a year later, it's like I don't know if people want to still be hearing that. You know what I mean? Like, for example, let's say I'm rapping about a basketball player that was going crazy in 2019, but now it's 2021 or something or 2023. That basketball player isn't as, you know what I'm saying? As, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's new ones now, John Moran, this and that. So it's like, yeah. Kind of like I don't know. You gotta make sure you make a time and stuff all the time. That's what I learned because the music takes so long to come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too. Oh, I know, I know. Um, do you? Because I know I've known artists who, who it takes a year or something for a song, and by the time the song comes out, they don't even like it anymore, or they're tired of it. Sure. Do you, do you find that happening to you? A lot, bro. Because it's like the whole time of leading up to it, you're like, all right, like your team's telling you, like, yo, we're dropping, fuck love in two months, right? Let's say like oh, that's my yeah. single. We're dropping fuck love in two months. I'm like, all right. That whole two months, I'm damn near listening to the song, seeing if there's any anything. I'm playing it for people. I'm getting, I'm getting like what people think about it. I'm just pulling all these different opinions in. Yeah. So by the time it actually comes out, bro, I, I am like not sick of it, but I'm just like, oh, heard this song too much. And then you got to play it live, right? But you ain't even. But I will say, if I give myself a break, like if I just let's say I've heard a song too much and then I stop and make music and listen to new music and then I hear my music, I'm like, wow, this is really good, like. It's just when I overplay it, I get tired of my own music. I feel that. I feel. But that. that's with anything. Like if I hear the same song too much, I'm gonna be like, oh, it has no feeling no more or emotion. It's just burnt. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Now I mentioned a minute ago that you're on a major label. You're on Atlanta Records. That's where we're recording from right now. We're we're at Atlanta headquarters here in LA. Um, tell me a story about getting signed. And were you pursued by other people? Were you were you actively trying to get signed, or was it people pursuing you? Like, what? How did that happen? Mm. Man, so like, I was signed to Empire at first, and then shit was just going up, and I was just meeting with like Atlantic, Columbia, all the biggest labels. I don't got name them off right now, but you yeah. know what I mean. All the biggest labels I was meeting with, and everybody presented an offer, and certain offers were better, certain were worse, and I don't know. I as a kid, I just felt like Atlantic would be, like, you know what I mean. Like it's like going to Duke or something. Like it's like one of like the good, yeah, good spots. Blue blood. And I, I kind of looked at it as like, man, there's like timeless talent in here. Like it's people that's from Aretha Franklin to now Bruno Mars or like Cardi B and all these people that's just winning in here. Led Zeppelin, I think, was signed to Atlantic. Yeah, too. like it's just so many goats. Are you back? What's yeah. going on? Hi guys. No. Not um, back. Oh, kind of back. Hayden was talking about getting signed to uh, Atlantic. Atlantic yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, and um, 
once you signed with Atlantic, what was the creative process mm. like in terms of like, all right, was it immediately like get in the studio, make new music, or was it like, let's figure this out first? I actually met at this building in like the back room with like three, four people, and like we were just playing them songs. And then it's crazy. I actually made Costa Rica in this whole like m month span of me getting signed, like all these labels kind of coming in. I like the, the inspiration really came from like, like, you know, on the song I say, but I'm going to be a millionaire. Like, I just knew I'm like, yeah, whatever, whoever Seven, I pick, I'm going to be a millionaire. You, the lyric is you were 17. Yeah, I was 17. You were 17 when you wrote it. I was. I yeah. was in high school when I made that song too. And yeah. I was still going to school. Like, I was going to school one day a week and, uh, on on Monday morning. I would leave Sunday and then fly back every week and then just stay in a hotel in L.A. But I had Costa Rica like in the vault. Like when I met with Atlantic, I played them Costa Rica. And I was like, yo, I just made this like a couple weeks ago. Like. I got inspired of all these people like trying to sign me for a million dollars. That's literally like kind of what it came from. Like, yeah. And, um, but yeah, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wanted to know about going to school one time a week. Mm -hmm. How were you able to do that? Oh, yeah. So, um, man, I would just do it by myself at that time. They didn't really want like friends with me and family. They were just like, let's make a bunch of music and be focused. And like at this time, the senior year, all my friends were just senior sunrise and this and that, all these fun activities. And I'm kind of just back watching it from Snapchat in LA, like, man, bro, it's whack. But I'm also like, when this is over, they ain't gonna have nothing to do. So I got this to do after this. So I'm grateful. I'm not gonna complain and this and that. But um every every time it would be, I would I would fly Sunday, get there Monday, go to school from like eight to nine. It was only one hour. And then see my dad one day next morning i would literally fly right back and then i would stay at this hotel on like hollywood called like blvd or something like that i don't know if you've ever seen that one it's kind of near like franklin like, like the Starbucks. Yeah, yeah yeah dude i was at that one for like a couple <laughs> months and then um yeah it got to the point where i got my uh diploma and i was like all right moving to la like i didn't want to drop out i could drop out because i'm never going to go to school again and like i would never go to college but my grandpa was like heavy uh, Portuguese and didn't really like. He was, ever since I was little, he's like, bro, I want, I want to see. You. He doesn't even speak English, but like he wanted to see me uh, graduate. <laughs> I was like one of his things, bro. But he had crazy Portuguese accent. Like you could barely understand like two words out of his sentence. Like even me, I can't sp speak Portuguese, but I would just be like, I known him for so long, I would understand like what he was saying. But he passed away, so I'm glad I got to. Do you that. got to fulfill that for, him. that for yeah, him. So yeah. I don't feel guilty. Like, oh, I should have done this, bro. I done and you know what? It, it just sounds better. Like when you're 30, 40 years old, it just, it'd be yeah. like, you just said, like, you know, that you got, got it. You got it. Especially because you went the first 10, 11 years or no, whatever. And I feel like it'd be like a poser move. I feel like all these rappers, oh, I'm going to drop out of high school. And it's like, man, I went to school for my whole life. Why not? I'm one year away. Yeah, you're one year away. Why would I waste that exactly. whole 11 years? I'll exactly. 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 Like, school was never. For me, bro, it was so hard. Like I, I've had ADD my whole life, so I, me going to school was just like one thing out the ear, out the other. Like it, it would be tough. I'd have to read something like ten times for it to like visually be in my brain. Like I was not the guy with school. What about math? No good at math, bro. They, they had the teacher. They no, not the teacher, bro. They, the teacher quit. <laughs> no, yeah, bro. Like the assistant teacher would be like sitting with me instead of this day. She'll like come to my meet and greets and reach out. Like it's so crazy. Like what you're doing, this and that. I remember when you were just in math, like. So stressed out, worried. Yeah. Cause bro, I used to see my brothers and sisters, like they're going to school for uh doctor, lawyer, like all this stuff. And like I would just be like see them with like two tables like this of homework just stacked up and they're just like stressed out. I'm like, oh no, like never. This is not gonna be me, bro. Like 
my whole thing was I'm gonna be my bad to talk so much, but I'm a, I was like I'm gonna be it's your show, man. It's trade show. school, or I'm gonna go be a welder. I'm gonna go be a barber. I was thinking about like or ACs. Like I was really gonna do ACs because in middle school I was working on AC. My family they would do. Are that. you good at fixing things and like mechanical stuff? Bit. In high school I took like small engine repair and welding class. So I, I was like that was like my field, but um when I got my car crash like. My whole life changed. I broke my back and my arm, metal bars in me, ribs and septus. It lost me back. So like from there on, I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to like work without like there's people that work in those fields, construction, and their body's not hurt and they're in pain, like and their their bodies are messed up now. So like I wouldn't have been oh, able yeah. to done that. Oh, yeah. With my injuries. So oh, yeah. that's kind of what made me really go like full force in the music. Like this is it. There's no plan B. <laughs> Let's yeah, talk. Yeah. Go, Demi, you here? Can you hear? Yeah, I can hear you guys. I wanted okay. to ask you about that accident and how it kind of shaped you into this new person that's maybe more appreciative of your life and being able to do music in general. Um, how has that changed your life for, for the good, for the positive? Yeah, on the positive, it just um, makes me appreciate the little things and helps you understand that like it could all be gone tomorrow or just in one snap, it's all it's all over with. So you really gotta like love everyone and just try to be positive even when something's negative. Like I've been trying to respond to stuff differently when it's like stuff's not going my way or people are freaking out on me. That's like, it's really how you respond to things. You're just taking the positive route instead of like going down to their level and freaking out, you know what I mean? And then regretting how like, damn, why do I act like that? You know what I mean? Yeah. But. Yeah, you just got to appreciate the small things, bro. You don't never know when it's over. You see so many people pass away on the internet, and you're just like, damn, bro, it's sad. Like, even just that story of um that kid on TikTok, what's their name, bro? His dad just passed away from cancer. Like, his young kid, and his, the kid's in, like, George Lopez. Like, it's just so sad that, like, something could be so good, life's so good, and then it's over. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. No, but I feel you. I felt that in my car crash, too. Like, it could have been over, and I'm blessed. I, I'm, I'm blessed I could still, like, walk and... I'm healthy, even though I got all these injuries that drag me down sometimes and I get negative about it. Like even right today, last couple of days, I'm like, man, my arm been hurting so much. I got to borrow my arm, it's been hurting, but like, at least I could move my arm. At least I have an arm type thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Make yeah. you appreciate stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's go something a little bit more. A beat. Let, let's talk about this ice. Let's talk about this chain. <laughs> Um, the ice. Was this was this uh, cut? I'm sure. Obviously, it's custom. Yeah, because you can't just go to the mall and get a bankroll. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. do you have do you have a jeweler? Do you what, what's yeah. what's going on there? Man, I got a, a couple jewelers. Man, I got one in Atlanta, um, Icebox. My boy over there, he got me this one. And then, um, yeah, I got custom stuff on the back. I'll show you. It says like, yeah. I can't see it, but it says 29. This is my album name and the day of my car crash, the day my uh, grandma passed away. It's kind of like angel number to me. Like I'd be driving on the freeway and I see that on the license plate or I see it on the speed limit. I'm like, man, I got to change my ways. I got to do better. Like, it's like my grandma talking to me kind of thing. Yeah. Man, and Free David, that's that's one of my friends. I bailed out of jail when I signed. And R.P. Nargi, that was my grandma. I was just telling you about my grandpa that passed away, I was saying earlier, and a Bible verse. So uh, Psalm 18. 18, yeah. And then, uh, this one is the 29 piece, too. That's the album name. It's got, like, the prayer hands holding it. And then uh, my boy GLD made that for me. And then, uh, man, this is just from uh, Icebox, too. Oh, wow. Yeah. Is that but, from uh, the Bible 29? Is that where that's from? Yeah, that's the uh, name of the album. Is that what you were saying? Yes. Yeah, sorry. It kind of lied to say, but uh, that's the name of the album 29. 
I just realized we got the, like the giant biggest ass pop dust logo in the corner right now. Where's that? Oh, that's, <laughs> yeah. so that, that's what earlier made me think of like the weather forecast. Like, yeah, yeah, like, Yo, this is yeah. And that's like the old school pop dust logo. Um, <laughs> yeah, someone we we use this room for for different interviews. Someone's, yeah. So I know you can't talk, you can't relay every detail about the new album coming up, mm. but. I want to talk this we're an era where people you're expected to release a single all the time, like once a month, you know, people are wanting right. to put, you know, and you got to tease them on TikTok. you know, should I release it? I also think it's hilarious when people do the, should I release this song? I want people to be like, no, you shouldn't release it. Like that'd yeah. be like the most embarrassing thing. So how do you, how do you go about, um, I know you have obligations from, you know, label and everything like that, but how do you, what's your preferred way of, teasing a song of previewing a song for for your fans how do you like to do that man i like to just put it on tiktok in um numbers of ways just like this didn't work maybe maybe it was the idea that didn't work let's let's do a couple more ideas and test it like that and then if i'm getting good feedback i'm kind of leaning towards that song more kind of like lets me know and my fans is, is this way y'all is on this side talking about because really like we could all in this room play my whole album and you could be like i like that song he said i like this song i said i like this one it don't matter though it's like what my fans and my supporters like and what they're gonna gravitate to kind of thing do you um do you are you those people you you know do you, do you fight for songs to be singles or do you like let that yeah, you I let do. your a and r kind no, of no 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 yeah never i don't like getting took control of I, I let them know like <laughs> this is the single but i do compromise if somebody says like well i think this is it I'll try to hear them out and be like, why is that? Like, yeah. why do you feel like maybe I am in the wrong? Like, I, mm -hmm. I like to accept I'm in the wrong sometimes because I feel like if you don't, that's a it's a bad, what is it called? Flaw? Yeah, it's a yeah. bad flaw if you can't look at yourself in the mirror. Yeah. But honestly, what you were saying, bro, is like people attention spans are so short nowadays that like it's everything's forgotten. Like until you remind somebody, like even me, like I don't know, it's kind of like Costa Rica, like people. Could see me on the internet and they'll never know i made that song kind of thing that's how short people's attention spans are and then yeah. they hear like oh my god bro that was my song 2020 like what? yeah like, dude i love you like, well there's also it. a thing where yeah. you can be a fan a song can blow up without the artist blowing up or without that's, people associating the artist with the i call that when like an artist doesn't attach until attach themselves to like the moment it's kind of like when an artist has like their ego is like so big and they're just like nah like fuck tiktok my bad if i cuss but like i don't want to like do that bro like that's whack like Da, 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 da. And then their song will just take off, and then they'll still be down here. And then now they're trying to catch up to their song. Yeah, that's interesting. That's an, I had never thought about that. The idea of having to catch up to to your song. Yeah, you gotta you gotta attach yourself to like moments. I know a lot of people that have made some crack, and then they just didn't take full advantage of it. Speaking of ego, the rap game does have a lot of like it's, it's a lot about money and bitches and yeah, and fame yeah. and everything. What are some things you do to kind of just like stay humble keep grounded because you seem like a very humble like well like minded person like right being humble is, is uh going back to my hometown and like just seeing um because i can't i can't fake it around them like i could <laughs> i could try to fake it around people out here all day but it's like when when you're in modesto and you see the same people and it's a small energy like people really feed off like he real is he fake? you know what i mean like i kind of say this all the time to people it's like new york and la has so much population to where like let's say i'm driving right now outside and this dude's honking at me going crazy and i'm yelling out, out the window it's because i'm never gonna see him again i don't care like people don't care about anybody in these big cities because yeah. there's so much people like you just it's it's bad to say but everyone kind of turns selfish 
in a city with like this much people. How many people you think is in LA? It's like, a fight for survival, essentially. You said what? It's a fight for survival in cities like New York and LA. Exactly, for real. Rather yeah. than like in a small city, I see the same faces every day and this and that. So it's like, it's hard to like change who I am when I, I see all those people still, but like, I don't let that put me in a box either. It just like helps me stay grounded and like, I see my aunt a lot too. My aunt kind of, kind of checks me when I'm in the wrong. Just having, ha not having yes man around you that's gonna keep it real. What kind of things does your aunt tell you? Man, my aunt, she just, she gave me a lot of advice. She took care of me when I was sick in the hospital. So she always like, she's like a care person. Like she always just tries to do the right thing. That's what she tells me a lot, do the right thing. Mm -hmm. I try to do that. One thing that I, you so your latest singles with your uh with your label mate Arden Jones yeah and yeah. Super um talented. Arden Jones Charlie on a Friday yeah I gotta go listen to that it just came out like a week ago yeah ago. that's that's what we're here for um um and one thing about that song is that it's a little bit longer your your previous hits you're at two minute mark but this is a three minute long yeah, song yeah one of my friend's dad said that too. and I wonder I see I've noticed that as someone you know I'm uh see uh. New singles come across my email all the time, you know, dozens a day. They're always and, like a minute 30. and they're always a minute 30. But in the last like month or two, I feel like I've been seeing longer singles, you know, three, That's four sick. minute long songs. And I think it's because there was this attitude two or three years ago where it was like people, it's all verse, core, verse, chorus. There's no bridge. There's no breakdown. Um, but I think people have this appetite for like more, I don't know, more fully realized pieces of art now instead more of just TikTok sound bites. Right. Do you find that to be true? I mean, does it, I know you got three people on the track, right. but there's also like posse tracks, um, crew tracks with, you know, seven, eight people that are only two and a half minutes long. So, yeah. so was that a conscious decision? Are you like leaning it more in that direction? Um, have more like fully longer songs? I guess it just depends like who's on the song and like, what the song really needs kind of thing because some songs are mm -hmm. good to be short and just get to the point and get out and then some songs are good to be what we're talking about but um man i don't know not too sure it's just coincidence yeah. just coincidence i don't okay. know like the art and the charlie stuff like i actually like a and r that myself too like it was just me on the song with my old a and r jordan and we made the song and like i had the song and he actually had to like go to a different label so i just didn't have an a and r it's just been me and i'm like yeah, you know, for the features of this album, like I don't even got like the budgets like that right now. Like I want to like mess with people that's like my my age, my demographic, my world. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. TikTok, like they're just. I always like catching people too. Like before they go all the way, it's kind of like the Leroy collab we did. Like Leroy was so small yeah. back then, and now look at Leroy now. It makes you look so good. All the time. It's, it's that like, like you know, Demi Ramos just released a new single with Garzy and she's going to blow up in like six months. And this, this interview is going to look amazing six months because Demi was on it. Right. right. That's right. That's real. That's true. You know, one thing I always like wondered about rappers, which I have a lot of respect for speaking of just like writing lyrics in general, like a normal, let's say pop song has what five words per, per, you know, line. Sometimes it's just all laws, you know, yeah. but you guys like are lyricists. You know, rappers yeah. are real lyricists. How do you come up with these lyrics? And like, there's so many words and there's so much to talk about in one song. If you look at lyrics of like rap songs, so how do you come up with what to say? <laughs> yeah. like, how do rappers rap? That's yeah. what you're like. No, but we're talking lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it could be, it could stem from anything. It could be, I'm at a lunch right now, me and you sitting down talking and 
you say a word and I'm like, dude, that's like the craziest concept of a song. And I'll just pull my phone out, put it yeah. in. And then three days later, I'm in the studio, short of ideas, look at my notes. I'm like, oh shoot, worth the wait. And I just, and, then, it, and like, then six months later, I'm like, where's my royalty stuff. check for that oh, song yeah. idea I gave you? <laughs> Actually, I've never had no one do that to me. That's like not. I don't think that's fair. I don't think that's fair. Like if I mentioned, you know, we got some snacks on the table now. If I mentioned Doritos and you wrote a a hook about Doritos and it became like this big song, I wouldn't be like, yo, I want my Doritos song cut right now. Yeah. 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 Depends. It could go both ways too. Yeah. 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 All right, man. So Demi, you got anything else? Doritos or Cheetos? Oh, important question. Uh, the red Doritos, not the blue Doritos. It was terrible. Yeah, terrible. I know. If you're like, oh, yeah, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a non-cool ranch guy too. I'm Those like anti, anti-cool ranch. And like when you go to Taco Bell, you gotta do the taco, the the, the nacho, shell. the red shell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taco Bell is dangerous, man. Yeah, I almost had it last night at the studio, and I, I had to pass. Yeah, good decision. Good decision. Yeah, kind of been hurt. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for joining us no, on this real with Jordan too. Zimmy. It was, it was fun to talk to you guys. Um, let you guys know what's coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we look forward to do you do you have a date for the new album or is it just kind of Yeah, yeah, it's in the air right now. It's in the yeah, air right uh, now. Yeah, it's in the air. All right. So at some point in the semi-near future, we expect a new album from Bankroll Hayden. Mm. Uh, you guys should know too. The last time I dropped mixtape, album, whatever you want to call it, was 2020. So this is two years of me just like growing and finding new stuff so it's like just it's just crazy to look at like my album music and say like 2020 and then 2022 like a whole two-year gap yeah you know what i mean of yeah, making yeah. It and all these it's a lot of evolution that came in and left my life and you know yeah. what i mean it's yeah it's a lot of stuff in there but it's gonna be good and you also became like a man in that time period too For real yeah no, i had a man i was i was like 17 18 and now i'm 21 yeah, your time goes quick. Man. Yeah, yeah, you're old grizzled man now. And I know that's not that's not old. Like I, I, I tell people that. Like man, shut up. <laughs> What's it feel like to actually legally drink? It's dope. I enjoy like a lot of red wine. I go to like Italian restaurants. Oh, you're classy. Oh. Red right classy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I just like red wine. I've always started like earlier on other stuff than other people. Like when people, I was going to parties like sophomore year in high school. Everyone was probably going to. No, honestly, no, I'm, I'm wrong. I was going to parties like. Like seventh, eighth grade, because my brother would, was so older than me. Like he would always have these little parties in the garage, and I'd just be out there. But you know, what I mean, it's, I've always just like been early to stuff. Like I'm drinking wine now, and then people my age probably gonna drink wine like three years later, yeah. two years later. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we're gonna yeah, see like so. your own vineyard. See your own like. I'll do a whole wine bottle. Yeah, that'd be hard. I, yeah, okay. you should make a. Yeah, you should make like a. That's a good idea, actually. A red, it's got to be a red wine though. We don't a do red the, wine. We don't do the white wine. That would yeah. actually go off. Because it's tri- it's trendy now for celebrities to have their own tequila. I feel like there's a lot of celebrity yeah, tequilas. Yeah, burnt out. Yeah, so. wine cool because wine is considered a very like you know mature thing. Yeah, like yeah. go to sleep thing. Make like a lit wine. Yeah, that's real. <laughs> All right, guys, that's it for us. We'll see you next time. All right, y'all. Appreciate. It.